Amen. Proverbs chapter 3, we're going to be reading in verses 5 and 6. This is probably the most loved verse, one of them, in my life and our family's life. Especially when you go through life and the chapters that you go through, having children, going through your job, going to college, going wherever you, whatever you do. We have this verse, I think we have it somewhere in our, our house, posted somewhere, that we try to read it as much as we can. Verses 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. And he shall direct thy paths. Give God some praise for the scriptures as you're seated. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. I'm just going to be a few minutes here today so we can get out of the way trust in the Lord I just want to tell you here today and I hope that I can get the message across that you can trust in the Lord there's a lot of things in this world that you can't trust it's hard to trust this flesh sometimes even myself in yourself you can't it's hard to trust but you can trust in the Lord amen you can trust in him you can amen amen we all, I think, and I'm pretty sure the adult class as well, I wasn't in there, but uh, we all taught on today the this, this story of Zacharias and in the Sunday school class, and I'm going to kind of kind of talk a little bit about Zacharias, about trusting in God. Of course, we know the story. If you, uh, was, if you was paying attention in your class today, you should know the story. If, if not, maybe you can get the, get the tape, the DVD. And listen to it again because it's a great story. Amen, amen. When Zacharias, you know, he went to the temple to pray. And he was, he was praying. He had, he had, the Bible says he had incense. He's burning incense. An angel came to him. said, Zacharias, I'm gonna, God told me, I'm a, I'm a messenger. Of course, it was Gabriel. He's a messenger angel. And he said that we're, we're, God's going to give you a son. Of course, Zacharias immediately in Luke 1 verse 12 is said immediately fear fell upon him. How many knows that word, fear? And, uh, of course, what is that? That's doubt. That's fear and doubt. You know, was, was Zacharias a good man? Was he a godly man? Yes, he's a priest. He was a good guy. But as soon as, soon as God sent an angel and said, hey, we're going to give you a son, fear fell, fell on him. So what, what did the angel do? He said, well, I'm going to make you not talk. I'm going to make you dumb. And so here's, here's the thing. He was done until the baby was born. Because first of all, he said, well, we're old. We're old people. We can't have children. Well, he had a plan. God had a plan in their, in their lives for that son. He was going to, be, he was going to do great things. But see, that's what the angel said. No, I'm not messing with you. I'm going to, I'm going to take, the, take the voice out. You're not going to speak. He did not speak. And the Bible says he did not speak until he wrote. The baby was born, and they could not figure out the name, Right? The name, and so, so, so they went to him and said, look, we need to find a name for it. He got a tablet and wrote. As soon as he wrote John, because that's, that's what the angel told him, look, his name's going to be John. As soon as he wrote John, boom, his, his, his speech came back. His voice came back. Had he not, had he not, uh, the angel took his voice away, and then, of course, we all know, what, what was, the, what was, what was the, the baby? The baby was John the Baptist. 
And we know, as soon as we say John the Baptist, everybody knows that he, that, uh, that he did great things. You know, baptize, I told the, 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 when he was talking about it in class today, he actually baptized Jesus. So, so God had a great plan in John the Baptist's life, but he, he, he muted his dad, right? This, the story, we was, in, we was uh, at, a, um, at, some, at the conference a couple days ago, and there was a missionary there we, that was actually connected to our church. How many know, raise your hand if you know Brother, Brother Gibbs, Brother and Sister Gibbs. Um, so Brother Gibbs is connected to this church. Um, this church supports Brother and Sister Gibbs. They are missionaries to Malawi, Africa. Uh, a lot of you know Sister Marty, uh, Pastor Chad, uh, they, they've, uh, myself, we, we've been to Malawi. We've been with the Gibbs family. We've got connected. Actually, Brother Gibbs has been here before. And, uh, and in this town, in this, uh, he was here at a men's conference several years ago. So, and he uh, just spoke with him the other day. And he still thinks about this church and this community often and prays. And he does. I really, I really trust the, those great people. But he told a story once uh, in, in the missions video. It really touched my heart and it goes along the lines with trusting in him. He said in, they was preparing, they went for these crusade services. And if you've ever seen a, or even on videos, and some of us have seen in person. And when you're in Malawi, when you're in a third world country and you're in a, in a service, when you call for the altar call, it's like a stampede. I'm not joking. It's like open up the gates, stand back, they're coming. And they're coming for expectation. They are coming for healing. They are coming for salvation. They are coming for, they're coming for God. They're coming for God. And uh, this is not my notes, but when I was there, and I hope I don't get, start crying, every time we start, talk, start talking about missions, um, it starts touching my heart. But when we was there, they was worshiping God, and they was getting chairs and waving the chairs, these plastic chairs. They was picking them up, and they was getting, they was climbing the tree. I'm not joking. They was climbing the trees next to the field, breaking off branches. And I asked Brother Gibbs, I said, why are they doing that? I mean, me as an American, I'm like, this is crazy, you know? Brother Gibbs said, well, what it is is they don't think that their hands and their arms are, are worthy enough. They don't, there's not enough praise. So they have to get other things to praise God, to get God's attention in their minds. It's amazing. It's amazing. But in this meeting that he had, here, here he is. It's a, it's a crusade service. They had several nights planned out. It was the first night. The, the, the minister, as, as always, he was preaching the word of faith. He was preaching miracles. He was preaching that God can deliver him, all this stuff. Well, when he called the altar call, and this is what Brother Gibbs was, was talk, telling the story. When he called the altar call, silence was in, in the whole area. It was all silent. Brother Gibbs was like, what in the world is going on? Because that's not normal in Malawi. All of a sudden, he was, they was talking about believing in God, right? So way in the back, Brother Gibbs said, way in the back, there was a man. He, said, he started screaming, I believe. I believe. That one person... Everybody else was silent. And as he's saying that, he's coming up. Brother Gibbs said that his leg was withered. And it was, it was kind of like curled up. He said that actually the heel was like touching the back of his leg. And he, he had a, some makeshift uh, cane was, was walking down yelling, I believe. He said as soon as he, he came to the altar, the, the shadow, this is what Brother Gibbs is, was saying, the shadow of the minister, the shadow of the, of the one preaching, as soon as he went and hit that, God instantly healed him and touched his withered leg. He said, came down. My point is, I know, that, that was awesome. That was awesome. 
My point was, is the crowd was not, why did they silence? Why was the crowd silent? If the crowd erupted and moved and did what they usually did, they would not have seen that miracle take place. They would not. The crowd was not ready for what God had planned. Because they didn't, they wasn't believing, they didn't trust in him yet. So God had to show that man, just, just like Zacharias. God, you know, Zacharias was a great man, but he, he didn't fully trust in this angel. Come right down. You know, what, what if you, what if myself, what if all of a sudden here I am at work or at wherever I'm, I'm at, just, just not in church, you know, just doing my thing, and all of a sudden some angel comes up to me and says, Stephen, I need you to go, go to uh, be a missionary. And Sarah says, no. Um, whenever I start talking missions, she starts saying, I guess, and, and Sarah's mom says the same thing. So, uh, <laughs> but what, what if something like crazy happened like that? An angel come up, what, I mean, just like Zacharias, like, oh, you know, he was a good man, but fear fell on him instantly. He didn't trust him. He, was a, he, he believed in God. He was a great person, but he didn't trust him. So that, that's why, he, why he, he told him. So in other words, you know, he, he told him not to, he made him mute. Amen. So I just want to let you know to trust in God. He can do great things.